This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. What's up, guys? Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Back into the Masters Class series for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know you thought we were done after Endgame, but no, we're not. There's still more of these Joe, fucking movies. Your, your level is so low. Yeah, My level like, is so almost, low? Almost like, can't hear you. Oh, the music faded out. Now it's worse. Wow. I mean, on my end, it's showing full fucking bars like normal. Well, now nope. it's starting to come back in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is coming back. I don't know. Yeah, when when that um when the intro music was playing it, like I thought you were fading it down. Oh, I did fade the intro music down. Like, but to nothing. Like it was silent. Yeah, this is weird. I don't think the uh the playback on this thing is giving you guys the correct amount of sound, even though it's recording to itself, which is what the listener hears, yeah. the correct amount of sound. So this is the greatest intro of the show ever. Welcome, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not editing this, or I no, should say Joe's no. not editing. Oh yeah, no. Like once I hit record, it's all staying in. We're doing yeah. it live. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. There's no pulling out on this show. <laughs> Oof. Uh, nice. So, uh, what's what's new, guys? What's going on with you? Well, I I took a page from both of your books and I started losing weight too because I don't want to feel left out. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling trim and healthy. Excellent. I stopped uh, I stopped eating sugar. That's that's the biggest. That's change all I it takes, in. man. That's yeah. all it takes. As I drink liquid beer, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I went I went light beer tonight for that very reason. <laughs> so I could justify it. I had two yeah. heavy beers earlier, along with pizza and wings. Oh. Well, it's Sunday, man. It's football. That's exciting. No, it's and, not. Uh, you know what's really exciting is that you and you and Doug are playing each other in fantasy football. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it is. So it's it is. a friggin' nail biter. It's a close one, man. And, Dude, anything uh, can happen. Look, like I said, I've I've lost with uh, greater margins on a Monday night. So yeah, I mean, I am, I'm like 42 points up right now. Yeah, I think you're good. <laughs> I think you're good, Joe. Yeah, I wish I was playing your guy because uh, goddamn. I know. But I will say I'm really proud of the Yahoo uh, robot that picked my team for me because <laughs> yeah, not half bad, man. It's funny. You, you had the job, first pick man. in the draft and you didn't show up. That's I, I yeah. sorry, couldn't. But Actually, I, I fell asleep. That was I was in a hotel room. I had a long, long travel day and I was yeah. out at like 730 at night. Like it was fucking ridiculous. Oh, I get it, man. So now it's funny because today's Yahoo is a lot better and you benefited from it because Yahoo from five years ago, yeah. auto pick, your team would have sucked. <laughs> also, Eric, nice pickup on that Miles Garrett today for 15 points. You like I, that? Right? Right? You're welcome. But for me telling you. 20 minutes, 20 minutes before the one o'clock game start, Eric realizes after we told him a hundred times that he's missing a defensive player. He grabs it and the guy scores 15 points, which in my, in the league that I run, that's a lot of frigging defensive points. Yeah. That's the reason I switched to defensive players instead of team defense. Cause I hated losing when a team defense got all sorts of stupid points. So I put players in because it's a little more, you know, you got to do a little more homework and you randomly grab a guy and he gets you 15 points. Ah. I like to think that Eric thought that through and that he knew exactly what he was doing. All right, fine. Let's give him credit. Yeah, my whole my whole game plan here this whole season is to make you guys think I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that was I mean, to be fair, I really don't know what I'm doing. But Doug (laughs) Doug had mentioned that to me (coughs) days ago. And I had a mental note like, oh, yeah, okay, um, mm. before Sunday, look at that list, you know, look at your roster and make some changes, make sure you're good. And uh, so I, I had <laughs> I'd intended to do that, you know, and not wait until five minutes before the first game. Right. But 
Well, it's funny because when I told you the first time, you picked up one guy. Well, that so was I'm like, like, all right, yeah. he got it. I saw the you know had a waiver claim, and and then I said, wait a minute, he left the other guy in there with zero yeah. points, and it went to today, and I said, you know what, fuck it, and and Joe is the one who's saying, oh, that's good to know. Okay, yeah. I see how oh, it no, is. No, 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 come on, come Sunday at twelve thirty. I'm not helping you at all if we're playing each other. But uh, Joe Joe helped him, so now it's a nail biter. Yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Yeah, I love I mean, it when it comes down to Monday nights. I'm just looking for parity in the league. You know, I don't want yeah. you know one person just running away with shit, and then like everyone else like having to like wonder. Well, the cool thing is because Yahoo gives trophies out every week, and you know there's actually a trophy for winning the most trophies at the end of the season. So one of the trophies is Monday night comeback. So I, if I win, I will get that trophy because I am down by two points currently. So. You are. But you also have two players on Monday. So no, I no, it's like, two versus yeah. one, exactly. Yeah. But um, so I mean conventional wisdom says, yeah, but it's and and because the funny thing is one of them is a defensive player, and it's feast or famine with those dudes. Yeah. You yeah. can get the points they're projecting or more, or you can get friggin' bupkis. I got so, a, I got a DP left also. Yeah, but you're just you're just playing for points. Well, yeah. Because I mean, listen. Well, the when guy complaining to me has three players left, and they're pretty decent no, no, players. So no, 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 I understand that. But listen, when it comes down to it, the best team in, fan, in a fantasy football league, regardless of record, is the team with the most points. Yeah. At the end of the season, the team with the most points. Is the <coughs> I mean, because right, like Eric said earlier, if he played that guy, he would have won hands down, just like you're going to do. So. It's about the most points. You get the most points at the end of the regular season, and you're the unofficial champion. That's the way it works. I, I will say I do like about fantasy football the emotional engagement because I'm looking yes. at a person's name who I don't know, yeah, not even yeah. familiar with on a surface <laughs> level, and I'm thinking, fuck you, man. Yeah, like, no, exactly. It's like, look at my team. It says, fuck you, Doug. Yes. Yeah. Fuck you, Doug! <laughs> I love that team name, by the way. I, I was you laughing my ass off. I was talking to John about it, my son, and was laughing my ass. I thought you'd, you'd um, enjoy that. Well, what was that fucking movie uh, with Pat Oswalt? It wasn't called The Fan because that was the Wesley Snipes De Niro oh, movie, yeah. but there was a n- big fan. I think it was called Big, big fan. fan. The Giants fan, uh, right? Pat Oswalt, and it was yeah, the same. Yeah. It was more, you know, because it was a newer movie. It was focused on that whole. Besides being obsessed with the player, it was that fantasy football thing, too. Yeah. Because there are people getting nuts about this shit. You know, it's like you blame the fucking player. Are you out of your mind? Do you think he's playing for you? That was a great movie, man. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good movie. movie. That was an underrated sleeper. Definitely. We should add that to the list. I'll add it. Hell yeah. We'll get to it like uh, 2027. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Uh, It's been a while since we've recorded. Uh, we took a well, not for the listeners, you know. We've we've the schedule has stayed on track, but right, we had some stuff in the can, so we we had a few weeks off. Yeah, it was nice. So, you know, a little break there, and in that break, I got to see Joe. Yeah, you did. Which, nice, which nice, was nice, a rare nice. treat. Yep. And uh, we hung out, for, yeah, hung out for a minute there, and uh, played some guitars, played some pop punk in in the acoustic section of a guitar center, which was always fun. Very cool. Yep. And he, he gave me a bunch of guitar parts. Yeah, and, which, uh, which I had sitting around for like four years and did nothing with. And then within two days, you had it done while you were on the road. I know, that's, right? That's, that's your miracle. Work. I was I like, how is that done? I was like, did man. he Photoshop that? That can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the other two are still in pieces. So I don't know if that says anything. <laughs> but yeah, we got one done. And it came out cool. It looks like a, it look like, cool. a like a Fender Strat had a baby with a Mazrite. Very very cool looking kind of surf nice. guitar. So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's new. That's sitting in the corner there. So much fun to play. Cool. Nice. All right, talk amongst yourselves before we start. Yeah yeah Uh-oh. absolutely. All right, you can explain why. Let's talk all the shit about Doug right now. This motherfucker. This is gonna mother- beat me in week one. It's a wrap. Uh, is it? I don't even know what the I score is honestly, but I know you're gonna have to take him Chipotle afterwards. I'm not gonna do that. You're not gonna take him. Are you sure you don't want to? No. How about Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> I have a question for you. This is so inside baseball. I'm sure anyone listening to this just loves this, not having any context at all. But that's fine. 
What was your favorite text that I sent you? Was it about eating ranch off of a spoon? Yes, that was the one. That was the it. one that made me like just die laughing. I was like, I know. I was like, I just put my, it's like I put your notifications off, set my phone down. And I was like, I'm done. I am done at this point. Uh, that makes me so happy. Although I did quite laugh at the outfit and the ring and all the other stuff too. But the ranch off the spoon, I mean, chef's yeah, kiss. Beautiful. <sighs> Perfect, Eric. <laughs> No man, yeah the the guitar thing honestly ah. was was so cool. And uh, what else did I do? I haven't, I haven't I fixed my old guitar. Did I show you that? No, no, I don't believe so. The hammer slammer. Oh yeah, you did. Never mind, you did show me that. Oh right, okay, yep, yep. yep. It's my it's my plywood Stratocaster from when I was a teenager. Man, it's such a piece of shit. I'm so jealous that you guys have that stuff because. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was an I was an idiot back in the day. I, I did, like I said, I've done the Garage Band thing and the yeah. whole high school talent show thing. And I had, I had a lawsuit era um, Les Paul black, oh, nice. black with the with the vintage white um, a binding and gold hardware. Mm-hmm. And it was a piece of shit. But you know, I put the Dario pickups in it, and then you know, I went to college or I was planning on going to college, and I was an asshole and just wanted some money, and I fucking sold it. And it's, so it's gone. It's probably in, it's obviously in the scrap heap now. But I'm so happy and and jealous that you guys have the stuff you had when you started. Yeah, it's like I, the coolest thing. Yeah, you know? it's like, I am. Yeah, I'm super happy about that. There now there is stuff that I do wish I had. The very first guitar I learned how to play on was a kid's guitar, an acoustic from yeah. uh, Sears. Oh, nice. Nice. The Sears and, uh, catalog, baby, love it. Yeah, Sears Roebuck. And the thing with this guitar was. By the time I got around to playing it, because my parents bought it for me when I was like a toddler, like it was right. a very small guitar, nice. and I ignored that thing for many years until I was, you know, like a 12, 13 year old, and I picked it up, and it had separated because it was tuned for like, you know, twelve years. Sure, <laughs> sure. So I had to take a belt and tie it around the bottom of it to keep it together, <laughs> and that's how I learned how to play guitar. That's, That's pretty ingenious. I wish though. I had it, man. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I know. I had That'd this old cool Gremlin guitar, which I still have in my garage. But um, but my first like actual guitar is my Jagstang, which I also still have from 95. Nice. That's oh, so great. That's so awesome, great. man. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, people talk about getting their birth year guitars, but obviously <laughs> for me, that would be out of reach. Say, do they so have guitars in the year? Yeah, no, they did. They did, baby. How but, old is this motherfucker? Know, it's called exactly. a lute. So like my <laughs> yeah. my focus is on like 78, 79, because that's the year yeah. I started playing. So like I want to get a Les Paul black. I want to get it looking just like that, you know, someday. Someday <laughs> I'll have it, you know. Yeah. Because they're at least attainable as opposed to a 63 <laughs> Les Paul, which is actually the SG. Um, that's not attainable for me <laughs> or yeah, ever. Yeah. Also, uh, just to throw it in here, my Dolphins ass raped the Patriots today. So, hell yeah. I'm happy about that. I yeah. should have watched it. I just have a problem watching the Patriots. The Dolphins scored a... 20 points. The referees scored seven for the Patriots. All right now. Because they wouldn't have scored any points otherwise. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm very happy about that. My, Miami's a... MVP was Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't wait till the day the Patriots fans up here realize Which, how shitty a quarterback he is because they won't do it. Do you know his they name is his, is McCorkle? What is it? McCorkle Jones. No, are you? I'm no, not 100 percent playing. It or not 100 percent serious. His name is Michael McCorkle Jones, and they call oh, him Mac. Shit. That makes total sense. But he's not going to be a good quarterback. Oh, he's obviously just not. not. And they will not fucking let go because Belichick picked him. Yeah. So nothing was you know, better than seeing Belichick standing on the sideline, not even in a hoodie. He was in like a, a, a like a polo shirt because it's too fucking hot. Yeah, it was hot. And he just looks so fucking de- de- defeated. No, that is cool. That's the best. And then you see I'm, Mike I, McDaniel standing there with a fucking iPad, just like like fucking <laughs> Madden playing against him. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm being a bit petty because again, I'm a Giants fan in New England, so I've had my glory days, and now I'm in the dog days. So especially now that I'm in the dog days. I love this shit when they suck <laughs> just because yeah. it makes it easier for me because oh, yeah. I don't have to hear it from them, you know? Um, anyway. Yeah. The Belichick, did he rip the sleeves off the polo? 
No, he had him on. I mean, he just, he just looked like a random ass old man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He looked like he like, got lost on his way to the villages. Right, like a boomer <laughs> doing shopping at the fucking Patriots Plaza. Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. So, I know we talked about we were going to record two episodes tonight. One was going to be just a random talking shit episode, and one was going to be the the movie. I'm not sure which one this is anymore because we've been I, I was. Shit. It, it's funny because I was going to message you both saying let's just roll with this, and because I'm yeah, not yeah. having any more beer, so I'll still be able to read the second episode. <laughs> yeah, that's for those, fine for those in playing at home. I, I, yeah, I partook tonight in some beer, so I'm a little tipsy, but I think I'm doing all right. So we can keep the bullshit going. If you're tuning in to hear an episode about a movie on the movie podcast, fuck you. Not exactly. Oh, so wait, we're doing the regular podcast first, like the regular episode. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, well, I mean, we're already like fifteen minutes f- into it. Fifteen minutes in, let's keep yeah. going. Also, man. I didn't play the dun, 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 dun yet, so we're good. No, exactly. Yeah, no, so fuck that. Let's just keep going, and we'll do that second. I'll be all right. Trust me, boys. Yeah, we're famous we're, last words. Yeah, we're wild men, man. We're going with the fucking flow, right? Living on the edge. Yeah, no movie talk allowed. On the movie podcast. Well, we were going to talk about just in general a movie, but that's why. I'm you know. Just Speaking so, of movies, I haven't yeah. watched any movies in a while, which is uncharacteristic for me. Uh, I just. Well, I have that. a question for you then. Yes. Because I just Erica and I just watched Nope. And <clears throat> okay. I didn't right. like it. You didn't like it. Okay, so what's your question? No. Well, why did you like it? <laughs> No, what, let me let me the question me is what off. the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, no, let me start off by saying, listen, both uh Jordan Peele's movies I had to watch twice. Like even get out. First time I watched it, I just didn't get into it. It was probably my frame of mind. But the second time I watched it, I said, Holy shit, this is genius. Okay. Us yeah, I can see that. Us, I watched it twice. Now it, it, just regardless, objectively speaking, it's not as good a movie as Get Out, but it's a good movie, right? And the second time I appreciated it more because I listen, I understand his goal. Like his goal is is the overarching theme of the movie. You know, so like with right. with Nope, I know it's about I mean, I've read this, but the word is correct. I know it's about spectacle. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's about the hunger for people to get recognition through social media. I get that. I just think it was a little obvious and a little forced. And the story was kind of disjointed. Now, Joe hasn't seen it, so I don't want to go too much. That's the thing. So I just think he tried and he missed, not missed completely. He didn't hit the bullseye. He became like two rings outside the bullseye. That's my, you know, my take on it. It's still better than most horror movies and science fiction movies. It's really cool. The the ideas behind it and what it is and all that shit. That's really cool. But it just fell short for me. I think that's fair. I don't. Yeah, I don't take umbrage with any of what you said about it. I Mm -hmm. mean, I think for me, it's always exciting. And, you know, we will tread carefully, obviously, because Joe, you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, But it's always exciting for me to take to watch someone like take a big leap and yeah this is the kind of filmmaker that you know you're not gonna see a movie that you've seen a hundred times when you go to see one of these no. movies no so you know it's a huge gamble every time and so far it's paid off in spades like that guy has cemented himself in a really small amount of time as, yes. as one of the best modern horror filmmakers you're going to fumble the ball sometimes. Oh, no, no, no. Exactly. You know what? It's funny. I absolutely do not want to compare it to M. Night Shyamalan because he's a one trick pony when it all comes down to it. Like the subsequent movies, like, you know, um, well, so I like signs, but it was, you know, it had its issues. And, you know, so it's not like that at all. I mean, the guy is generational. Jordan Peele is a fucking generational talent. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And, and, just in everything. I mean, oh my God, we could talk about, you know, key and peel and, and everything. Um, so I'm not right. I guess, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing this on the Marvel rating scale. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's still better than 90% of the fucking horror science fiction movies out of there. 
out there, but for him, he he missed just a little bit, but it's still like holy shit, you know. Yeah. And now that I understand to look for the overarching message and tale and 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 you know going into it because that was the thing i didn't think about that would get out i should have but you know as a suburban white guy i'm a fucking idiot and i don't i didn't think about that i looked at it as a straight horror movie and then once i realized dude you need to think about this the movie became genius for me right i went into this one thinking that but again it's just a little bit of a miss but i, I you know yeah i'll leave it at that so I could, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, Get Out, yeah. I, I fucking loved. Right. What I loved about that movie too was because of the story he is trying to tell. The scariest part of the movie was at the end when the cop car shows up. Right. And right. And that that had to be the goal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to get you to understand what that feels like. No, exactly. And you know, it's funny because when that movie came out, I was sort of at the beginning of my we'll use the idiot term woke you know education like the education of how it really is mm-hmm. because i again I, i'm a suburban white guy and i'm a fucking like borderline boomer so i had a lot to learn my kids have helped me understand that and you know i was never i was never on the right side of things ever just get that straight like but I had things to learn. And so that was sort of like in the middle of that transition, you know? Um, so that's why it took me twice to really get it. But Yeah. No, I, so, could, I could see yeah. that, man. Yeah. It was. And then you mentioned us. I fucking, I adored that movie right? too. Yeah. But it's a weird movie, right? Like oh no. It's, it's it, it. That's the cool thing about him because he's, he makes you uncomfortable, but not in a bad way, in a good way. Yeah. Like you're uncomfortable watching his stuff because you're, questioning where the hell he's coming from you know it's like it's just it's right on the surface it's normal but underneath there's something weird going on and, and it's like it makes you uneasy but you don't know why yeah and i think that's the best kind of horror you know it's like i agree if, man you, and, and when i saw nope in the theater i did have the thought like i feel like people are not gonna like this movie as mm-hmm. much because you know the pace is it's incredibly slow burn. You know yes. what I mean? Like, like almost painfully slow burn. No, I love a slow burn, but you're right. Painfully slow burn. Yeah. Was, that was my issue. I think with this in the end. Yeah. But well, I mean, anyway, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I, again, we don't want to, we're leaving Joe out. I don't want to do that. It's but, okay. Um, I'm just ignoring yeah, so, the whole conversation right now because I don't want to hear you. <laughs> no, no, no. I appreciate that. And, I, and, and we'll move on. So like, so you know what? Fuck it. We are a movie podcast. So, the next movie, and I've made this known on previous episodes that the first time I, I watched uh, Thor Love and Thunder, yep. I was not impressed. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But again, I was, you were watching I was, a, a cam version with like, no, 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 exactly. I was watching audio. a bootleg version. And honestly, at the end of the movie, there were people standing up in the theater. Yeah. Stuff, so <laughs> it was a little weird. But as cam versions go, it was decent, decent quality, yeah. you know, because I didn't have an opportunity to see it in the theaters. But I, I have to chalk it up to my mood that day. I don't know the specific reasons for that mood, but you know, it just like I was annoyed by the repetitive jokes and the silliness of it and everything. The goats. But, right. The, the goats still get me a little bit, but so I'll, I'll touch on that in a second, but I watched it a second time now that, you know, it's on Disney plus now. Yeah. So I was able to watch it and it's full, at least on television level full glory and it, i really i came around i dig this movie i understand the point of it yeah, yeah. it's not supposed not to be serious in the end yeah that's the thing is is it's not it's just it's just it. it it is what it is in its own little bubble and within that bubble it's it's a fucking great movie and so joe you mentioned the goats when i watched it the first time even i laughed my ass off okay. the first time they screamed because yeah, I love those screaming goat videos. The guy, that guy down in Chile or Argentina, the, he's a reporter who had that argument with the screaming goat. I, I don't know if you ever saw that video. It's hysterical. 
Like he's screaming at the goat and the goat's screaming back at him. He's having a political conversation with a goat. That's funny. And this goat's screaming just like these goats. So it's fucking hysterical. So I died. I just thought it was a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? You know how I get with that a lot thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole point of the movie is like, it's, it's yes. a fucking Taika Waititi just come fest. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, I did Jojo rabbit. Yeah, and it had to be restrained, and I got the message across. But now, fuck it, <laughs> the gloves are off. But like, the whole point was it was supposed to be ridiculous. It wasn't supposed to be like serious. Like Ragnarok was serious and funny. This was no, just no. completely asinine. I get it. And and even the first time again, I cried my eyes out at the end. <laughs> you know, so it worked. But I again, I think it, I chalk it to, up to my my mood that day. You know, I was in the mood to not like it. Like, I went in saying, fuck this movie. All right, so since we've all seen this movie, let's fucking spoil this thing. So, spoiler warnings. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, you know. Yeah. So, the cool, like, the intro scene, like, threw me off when I was in the movie theater because I wasn't even sure that, like, I was in the movie yet. Like, it's just, it just started. Yes. And I was like, yeah. And in the theaters, like, they didn't even give you, like, a warning, like, this is your feature film. It was just, like, literally, we were watching trailers, and all of a sudden, it started, I'm like, oh, there's another trailer. I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is the fucking movie. I'm like, really? that's gore. And I was like, yep. so, uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting how they pulled it off, where they had him, you know, find the Oasis after he was the last person, and then the, the, he cuts his hand on his way in on the sword. Um, right. I just, and then the gods, they all bleed gold, which is pretty fucking cool. I know, and what a dick that God was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. He was such a douche. I also love how he you could tell he was clearly a New Zealander. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Hey, you got to hire your friends, man. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Now, but, I will say, I you, know, you guys know I love all these movies. I also love this movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Didn't love it as much as Ragnarok. Oh, no, definitely not. I'm with you there. And uh, the goats and some of the humor, you know, it just wasn't funny. That was my problem. Is, right. is, you know, right. there was funny stuff in the movie, but, you know, some of it didn't hit in the way I wanted it to. Yeah. Well, but I there think was such a surplus of it. You know what I mean? That it was like, yes, well, know. it was yeah. too much. And I think also in the, what got me in the beginning <coughs> was and I understand. Right. So this is Korg's telling He's, of Thor's story. Yeah, so, so it's going to be embellished. It's going to be goofy. It's going right. to be funny. But I think that's where it fell slightly flat is that it was it, like the Guardians were fucking wasted in this movie. Like they oh, shouldn't yeah. have even been in it. Yeah. Well, they had the to just because the way they ended in game, they had to put them in it. No, exactly. I agree. But I thought it was pretty funny, though, because like that opening scene, which is just it was literally sarcasm, like on as a scene, like the whole scene was just sarcasm. That whole battle. Oh no, exactly. I get that because the guardians would never act the way they acted in this movie. Yeah. Like they wouldn't sit there and go, oh, "Let's wait for Thor. If, if Thor doesn't come, we're fucked." Yeah, that's why. Like, like that I, would never happen. I, I can tell the story. It's like, oh, so I just sat here and waited for somebody to ask me for help. Then two seconds later, we need your help. Yeah, we need <laughs> your like, help. And again, I know this is Korg telling the story, yeah. so it makes sense. Yeah, correct. Within that, but it was just. But yeah, see, I feel it, like that's the big cop out of this movie. If I'm gonna, you know, play Debbie Downer here, you gave yeah. yourself that out, which is like, oh, you know, it's an unreliable narrator. Like I love the theory that yeah. Ragnarok is Thor telling the story, right? And that's why it has that specific tone, and there's still a little bit of seriousness in there because it's Thor. But the humor is his way of dealing with the trauma. Yeah. Like I really dug that, you know, whatever Reddit theory or, or wherever the fuck <laughs> that came from. That was cool. And then obviously the tone shifts because the next movie is Cork telling the story and it's embellished in a different way, in a, yeah. in a you know, in a weirder way. So if all of these Thor movies are just different, unreliable narrators, and the next movie is gonna be fucking <laughs> You know Natalie Portman's character, like no, it's fine. not gonna be hers. <laughs> She's watching from Valhalla. <laughs> well, well, so she, she can narrate. There's gonna, there's she can narrate. A, she's yeah, yeah. she's got a a point of view that I just that I just hope be... it's narrated by a goat screaming the entire time. Ah! <laughs> I also for a few minutes it was that. Yeah, let's go back to this opening scene though. Like the fucking asininity of it, where he's just like fucking the weird fucking labyrinth bird creatures to start with. <laughs> oh, I know they were kind of. <laughs> I get. And they're like all like fucking like devil horns and shit. Um, 
the split, the John Vaughn, John Claude Van Damme split. See, that's yeah. nuts. like I appreciated that, but at the same time, maybe caught myself being like, "Come on!" But that's the whole point. Is it's supposed to be as asinine as possible? Like, it's just so fucking stupid. And then like just everything and then like as he's just destroying them one after another you start seeing like the guardians characters kind of like just get up and like fucking drax is like fucking like crossing his arms and shit like no exactly exactly yeah i think i think uh i dug it man i I did and you know it was interesting to hear you talk about that movie because what what you told both of us was that you got emotional which was you know oh yeah not your usual reaction to uh any of these movies really no no me and doug who who cry like babies over fucking right Right. so that that for me that almost saved the movie i agree yeah yeah yeah. i agree um i mean taika is good at that i mean again i mentioned jojo rabbit but holy fuck i mean that was legitimate like hit your heart emotion and and he he's good at that so he did it well and it did yeah. sort of save it for me. Um, you know? And then, you know, it balances with the stupid asinine of, of this movie. It's like the whole like fact that she has cancer and there's a love story involved. And, you know, yeah. we're getting like the backstory of what happened between Thor and Jane and why she left and it had nothing to do with the contract negotiation. It actually had to do with them just, yes. you know, growing further apart. Just, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, we get the whole story of why Mjolnir chose her is because fucking Thor told it to protect her. So, right. And you know right. when he comes back, it's just, it's just fucking stupid. I mean, it, it's but it's gloriously ignorant. Like, well, yeah. And again, we we can never fault Taika with that for not connecting the dots. He always connects the dots. And yeah, he did that with this movie, you know. But again, too much. I keep there was saying so it, much in this it movie. It was just too much. It really and, was. But again, we rated in the on the Marvel scale. It's still a great fucking movie. There's yeah, I mean, we're eventually going watch. to do this movie in the MCU master, probably master class. I don't know if I'll do a full one on this one. It's possible, Ooh. but it'll probably just be a master class. It but, I mean, we were that just makes talking, sense. That's yeah. my vote. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about the Jordan Peele thing, and yeah. and that sort of like that feeling of the sophomore slump, where it's like you did yeah. something yeah. so amazing. How do you follow that up? And I feel like this movie right out of the gate suffered from that because <laughs> yes. Ragnarok almost <clears throat> universally is considered to be like such a fantastic right. yeah. tonal shift. And right. it, it was, it was everybody loved the hell out of that movie. Yeah. Um, this was never going to live up to that. No. And this is so. like, it's one of the most like divisive, like <laughs> uh, people liking or disliking this movie. No, um, it's yeah. true. It's true. And I think part of it is the fact that he, they did the studio and or Taika did a flawless job with the trailer. Oh yeah. The trailer, the trailer made amazing. you want to see this damn movie. Um, and I know you don't like GNR, but I think they use the music perfectly. Oh no, no, no. Again, I, I said that after watching it the second time that the, it wouldn't, it would have suffered if it wasn't done that way with guns and roses. It the things suffered. that I thought were kind of overboard though, was like the whole, like, um, your name's Astrid. My name's Axel. Uh, Astrid. Yeah, Axel. I, I like when Taika goes, okay, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But like, he's like, because I love Guns N' Roses. I'm like, Guns N' Roses hasn't existed for like 30 years. Like the record you're talking about. Yeah. Um, no, it's yeah. almost like that. And like the gore, like gods, gods, dirty <laughs> God. Like he said the word gods, like at least 70 times. Say I'm, gods like, a lot, but I'm like, you didn't I think like, we get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think, I think it's, it's almost as if Taika had a formula. Yeah. Like a mathematical formula. We've got to do this this many times. We've got to do this this many times. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the writing, the writing is genius, right? The writing is great. Yep. But then it's almost like, again, he's, he's checking a box. He's got an Excel spreadsheet. He's checking. Yeah. And he's, yep. We did that. We did that. We did that. Oh, we got to do this three more times. The, right. It's not going to work. And the omnipotent city part was fun too, because like, you don't know. I never knew. I didn't know what I what to expect of that when that came out. Um, no, I again the second time because that is visually beautiful. Oh yeah, so the, all the I different suffered gods. the first time. So when I got there, this the second watching of it, I really enjoyed it. I made a joke to you guys. I'm like, why does Russell Crowe think Zeus is Italian? Because <laughs> his accent was lacking. Like he, oh, yeah, he, yeah. But and again, oh, listening, it was so funny, watching though. it, it was watching so it the second funny. time. It was really more Greek than than Italian, but yeah. it was still way the fuck off. But and that's the whole point of it. It's like he's just this fat slob. 
I know. I but know. I'm also like the god, the the Cronin god, Ninny of the Nani, sitting on the throne of scissors because Rock beat scissors. I yes, know. yes. There was a not, There were so many nice little nods in yeah. that scene. You know, Jesus made a cameo in that scene. Oh yeah. And they said, "Oh, the carpenter. The carpenter. Like, I know yes. what you're doing there, Taika." Exactly. This is, exactly. It was a very like um, good balance. It, it yeah. struck between being completely anti-religious yeah, and still like treading very carefully because yeah given the nod where it's due yeah, Let, yeah let's also yeah. talk about butt naked thor and the tattoos on his back rest in peace loki that was funny and that then the, very, the scroll has like it says like odin um uh Fre- uh friga frida Frigga. friga friga um, and it's got like two more people. I think that I think one of them is like Scarlett Johansson's character, like Black Widow, like uh, Natalie. It's got like all yeah. the dead people on on his back on the, on the right. scroll. I think Heimdall was on yeah, there. Heimdall was yes. on there. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, you could totally see Fat Thor doing that. <clears throat> yeah, it seems like, like a you fat could Thor totally thing. see him just going to the tattoo place to get that done. Yeah. I don't know what kind of needles they use. It might have been a tattoo place, <laughs> you know, um, in in uh, Asgard. But um, yeah, it was. It, that definitely that was definitely funny yeah you know? the whole time like he could have got out of it but he just stood there butt naked because you see later he right? just rips the fucking things out of the ground um and uh it's funny because you talking about that scene reminds me hemsworth's wife like she was on his ass because she she flat out told him you got too big for this movie oh like too jacked. Like, you got too ripped for this fucking movie it's ridiculous you also um know the gore's daughter is actually chris hemsworth thought in real life yeah it's his daughter she's good yeah she's gonna be something oh yeah that kid's gonna be something because she's got it you know she was able to convey that emotion in in the few scenes she was in very well for me anyway the other funny thing was uh when when they were doing like the whole like uh trying to like the like the town hall meeting and everyone's in there flipping out because they took the kids meek is actually drawing the entire story on the board (laughs) If you look at it, it's got like the Stormbreaker going into the eternity. I mean, it's like everything. The whole yes. fucking movie is drawn out on that whiteboard. Like, I know. He's like, Meek, you need to stop that. That is, yeah, it's very Edgar Wright. Yeah. Uh, I also yeah. love the that the Stormbreaker is jealous of Mjolnir. I know. Like the weapon has like sentience. He keeps trying to keeps trying to it's calm like, it down. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yep. Yep. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah it, it's just so co- there was some cohesion issues and some overdone issues yeah. but again it's a good um, it's a i'll watch it again oh yeah you know, without a question because it's fun it's just I'll dumb watch fun. it again because it's fun you know um, I, I i think also going into it my issue with the fact that marvel hasn't done a great job of setting up phase four. Oh yeah this had nothing to do with that like you know what i mean like they they, they've had issues with that with their movies so far it's been very disjointed and again I know like the whole COVID thing has screwed up the time frame and the timetable yeah. and that's done a lot I, I think they're just getting a bunch this. of random ass shit out right now like because they're they don't it doesn't right. seem like none of this like goes going anywhere that's oh, exactly no. it Joe I think you nailed it you know today we got some big ass news my friend oh, oh yeah I saw yeah. that um, the, hell yeah the Young Avengers or whatever uh, we got Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Coming. That's right, dude. That fucking crew is yeah. going to be off the charts. Cool. Yeah. So like it's got that's the because you again, Yelena Belova, um, Hawkeye as the Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Taskmaster. Um, whatever. What's Harper's was, name? Yeah. Was Daredevil? No, Daredevil's not that one. He's no Daredevil's not yeah. in it, but Bucky's in it. Yeah. Bucky's in Bucky's it. in it. I saw the uh, picture today, and I was like, oh, yeah, and, awesome. and David Harbor. I mean, that's going to be, again, I've heard people liken it to Marvel's version of, of Suicide Squad. And I agree with that because it's going to have that great action, but the fucking edgy comedy besides. Now, they're not going to go R. We know that. Yeah. Oh, no. Like Suicide Squad. But it's going to be the dynamic between that crew and the way they're going to butt heads. You already know it's going to be fucking amazing. It's going to be so good. It now, is. That's and- what I, of everything I saw, that is number one on my list of excitement and the, and the second thing is this night of the werewolf yes holy so shit i can't cool. wait for that thing <laughs> and then when i saw it's coming out in october yeah like god i got a month I, I i only have a month to wait and oh dude now all right comic book boys how does that connect it 
So Marvel loves horror, man. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. And there are so many great old um, Marvel horror comics. And even some of like the mainline superhero storylines, the villains would be, um, you know, universal classic horror monster okay. influenced. Um, you know, even in Spider-Man, J. Jonah Jameson's son turns into a werewolf. Like there's oh, okay. always elements that. yeah, of it. See, that's it. why I'm asking. Yeah. So yeah, that that looks fantastic. And also, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Secret Invasion. Yes. Oh, dude, that trailer. Yeah. Oh man! So what? What that gives them the opportunity now to do is to do some retconning and the stuff that maybe didn't hit so hard, right? You know, some of that precursor to Phase Four where it felt like, oh, okay, you know, it's not as exciting. They can now go back and use previous movies or previous shows and say, like, oh yeah, you thought you were watching this character the whole time, not nah, was, was yeah. Sprawl. I think and, that's a great. I think that's a great vehicle. Yeah, so you're right. I mean, you nailed it. Like to fix, not fix, but you know, yeah, to to uh, course correct. Yeah, totally, totally. You know, uh, that trailer was hot. I mean, that trailer, the emotion yeah. in that trailer, uh, the action in that trailer. I mean, holy shit, Colby Smothers. I, like, I, I absolutely love Maria Hill. So yeah, it's just great to see her in there calling calling Nick out. I just love that little <laughs> snippet of her calling him out. You know, and yep. just him with the you know just the overgrown hair and the beard, not the hair, but you, you know what I mean? And then getting cleaned up and being Nick Fury again. Um, ah, dude, uh, uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Mm -hmm. Like he's a, he's my hero, that dude. Cause he can do anything. Like he is such a great actor. He can pull off the sympathetic hero. Yeah, or the he fucking the corporate bad guy to the straight out. I'll cut your throat bad guy, you know, and that's not easy to do. And Ben Mendelsohn can do that in a heartbeat. And I'm so happy that he's 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 in the Marvel universe. You know, it's 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 yeah, it's big for me. Now, if we're talking Marvel, we've ignored the elephant in the room, which is the most divisive Marvel uh, property released as of yet. And that is She-Hulk. Yeah. yeah. See. OK, I want to start this by saying this has nothing to do with the fact that everyone's trying to make it out to have a fact with this has a thing to do with that they're just making this into a fucking like weekly court show like th there's no like real like overarching story here it's just like okay this is what this is like the ship in the bottle episode this week and like i think the writing is just shitty on it not the no not the characters like i think the characters are doing a fine job but i think the writing is really right. fucking lazy I, I agree. I, you know, it's funny by the, cause this was episode four and I, I said that exact thing to myself. I'm like, where's the bad guy or the yeah. bad person? I, I should stop because that's what this show is about, but you're right. Every, sh every episode is encapsulated. And I think what I've decided to do is look at this show, just like we just talked about love and thunder and that it's its own thing. It's in yeah. a bubble. I mean, I'm enjoying I love, it. <laughs> I love the fourth wall breaking. I absolutely yep. dig that. That's cool. Um, Tatiana Maslany is fantastic. Oh, yeah. She's so, I mean, you know, Orphan Black. I don't know if you guys have watched that. Um, that show is off the charts good. And she carried that show on her back for five, six seasons, I think. I don't yeah. remember. Um, she's amazing. And so I dig that. But again, I'm trying to just look at it as an encapsulation. But I also think. Marvel's idea for it, and you guys can let me know if you agree or not. They they're using this whole damn thing as a setup for the reboot of Daredevil because we know that. he's coming. They've yeah. announced that he's coming in this, um, and I think that's what they're doing. And it's you know, let's put it this I, yeah. way: I think they're doing it the Wong way. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he's so good. I do love oh, Wong God, though. So also, like good. him and uh, what was her name? Um, Mystify, but the the why is not where you think it is. Oh, like sin, that. sin. No, it's it's something and it ends in S Y N. But no, that's not what it means. Yeah, something. it's like it's, and the why is yeah. not where you think Madison, it is. is Madison, it, it's it's Madison. Madison. It's Madison. And the why is not where you think it is. And it ends in S Y N. Yeah, it's not what you think it means. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna I like that character though. With, I'm gonna disagree with you, Joe. In that I do enjoy this show. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. Oh, I, I enjoy think, the show. I just think it's a waste of like what well, they could I, be doing with it. I, I feel like, I feel like Marvel's in a position where they've created so much content. Yeah. That things have to be different. 
like if you had a She-Hulk show that was very much like a Hulk movie or, you know, yeah. like a standard, like she becomes a superhero, fights a villain, like it, there, you can't retread that so much. And the fact that they said, you know what? And, and to be fair to them, it's very much comic book accurate. Like, you know, she was like the pre-Deadpool yeah. character, you know, ah, like okay. breaking the fourth wall and talking right, to the reader right. and, you know. And she was a lawyer like that was, you know, okay. so it, it doesn't make for the most exciting TV show. It's kind of like a middle finger to anyone expecting like a spectacle. Right. right. Um, but I like it. It's it's kind of like weirdly subversive in that way. Or, oh, absolutely. And it does a great job of calling out the incels in a very adult way. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, I, I you know, that whole beat us over the head or jam it down our throat thing sometimes it's 100 percent true like if you don't do it properly like endgame <laughs> yeah. yeah how awkward that scene was it was great but it was so awkward this is not at all awkward it beats the incels over the head in a very adult and responsible way and a funny fucking way yeah you know for those of us in the know for those of us who get the greater picture and where we are as a society it's beautiful in that sense, you know yeah. what I mean? So I really appreciate that part of it. Um, you know, I, I just, and like I said, I like the show. I'm enjoying the show. Yeah. I just wish there was more of an arc to the show. Like it yep. just, it's just the, sh- I, I don't like the ship in the bottle. Joe. I, no, I, I'm with you hundred percent. Also like it. it's, it's really frustrating. It's really demeaning to her also. Like, I mean, it's, I guess how it really would be. So I, I could see maybe they're trying to prove a point, but she's like, Okay, well, you have to, you can do this job, but you have to be the She Hulk. Like, you can't just do this job because right. you're a good lawyer on your own merit. Um, and then, like, they're, I just don't like, like, they're pushing the whole, like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with Megan the Stallion and do this fucking, like, dance. And that shit. was like, dumb. It's stupid. That was way like, fucking dumb. I, or, agree. I agree. Or, like, um, she has the date where she has to pick up the muscle guy because he's the only guy. Like she, like I don't know. It's fucking. It's yeah. stupidity. Like, well, I, like that's the parts that I don't like. Like no, I don't mind I, the show as a whole, but that's kind of just yes. dumb. And I get you. I'm with you 100 percent on that. I'm not even kidding. Like I, this is these are the thoughts that I've had in my head. It's like Sex in the City with the Hulk. <laughs> okay, that's a good analogy. Um, I actually watched that show. Did you really? <laughs> the whole thing. Well, listen, Eric and I. I think that was pre-kids or early kids. Nah, it was it, kids were around, but they were young. So, like, that was our our thing. But so with She-Hulk, it, in the end, it's an origin story, and we've all talked about how Marvel most times trips over the origin story, whether it's a movie or a series. I think they tripped a little more with this one. I think that when we get to the last episode, we'll understand their motives because we'll understand the direction it's going. That's what, you know what I mean. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. This is like a WandaVision yeah. scenario where like the first three episodes were fucking shitty. And then like all of a sudden it got good. Right. She's going to get to the superheroing of it all. Yes. Yeah. You know, but I, I love the fact that because it, as a concept, it's such a fucking flawed character. Yeah. Hulk is, yeah. is, you know, yeah. But they, may, they that's uh, self-deprecating. I mean, they 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 acknowledge that in the show, which, which I love. Yeah. I love yeah. which I find funny because it's like a- it's not Lady Thor, it's Mighty Thor or Doctor yeah. Jane Foster. And then two seconds later, She Hulk. I know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. Fucking make your mind. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. But, but I yeah, think I think was, you're right, uh, Eric. It was smart of them to address that. Like you calling me She Hulk, like that's pretty fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. In the '60s, it was a bunch of guys in suits, you know, sitting in an office. Like, what's you know. Yeah. Let's make a girl version of this popular character. And and I like the fact that they're addressing that stuff in the show. You know? No, I I get it. I, I, I agree with everybody's points a hundred percent. Like yeah. and I love I love a show about someone getting superpowers that doesn't want to be a superhero. Right. Not not only like doesn't want to be a superhero, but you know, reluctantly does it, but just yeah. says fuck yeah. that. And like Well, that. yeah, and to that point, I think so Marvel now. So, all right. So when the Avengers started, when Iron Man started and everything, all it all started the whole, it was the comic book. Like we didn't think about their real human lives outside their superhero lives. And Marvel's done a good job of letting us in on that part of these, these people's lives. And this is an extension of that 
because you're right, Eric. Like she doesn't want to. She didn't want to be that. She wasn't asked to be that. Right. It fucking happened, and she was thrust into it. And 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 Bruce tried to explain to her that listen, now that now that this is it, it's, there's no going back. You've got to accept the responsibility for it. And this is her struggle to accept that responsibility. The problem is, yes, it's awkward. Yes, it's a little disjointed. And I think that's part of the problem that 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 goes to Joe's valid points on the whole thing. Um, they're just not, you know, they could have done it better. But I'm going to, without question, it's a show I still look forward to every week. And I'm going to watch it every week. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm very excited about the Daredevil pop up however they do it and i think it's gonna be cool i agree i'm yeah. glad we i'm glad we cleared that up i also like how like they made the the address the okay don't worry there's not a cameo this week <laughs> yeah no exactly that's the thing i mean also you know like, they won me at the very end of the first episode captain america looks <laughs> yeah i know exactly <laughs> That was great. That was, that was great. Um, and yeah. then also, you know, he got back in the fucking Grandmaster ship and flew off to Sicard. <laughs> yep. Which I'm guessing is that to set up like a World War Hulk thing? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? You know, find I'm out what Hulk was, Hulk, was up to all those years. Yeah. Months, I guess. Maybe yeah, years, right? exactly. But. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I lied to you guys. I said I hadn't watched any new movies. <laughs> it's not a new movie it's new to me i watched um the unbearable weight of massive talent is that correct? oh yeah i think so how Maybe. was it it's really fucking good man yeah i, wanna, I definitely want to get that get that going um joe have you seen it or no i've not it's uh it's a, <laughs> nicholas cage is playing like a sort of cartoon version of himself so nicholas cage yes <laughs> yes that's <laughs> exactly. a documentary film yeah, yeah. And uh, it was it was delightful, man. It was unexpectedly like really endearing and funny. And he pokes so much fun at himself in a way that maybe you you didn't expect right. a Nicolas Cage to be able to. Like it's it's yeah. very self deprecating. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's fucking it's pretty hilarious, man. And it's it it plays like an indie movie, but you know right. it's just. Uh, well, yeah, Pedro Pascal is great. Like he's, I was just gonna ask, I couldn't remember who that that dude was, and it's Pedro Pascal. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was something else I watched this weekend, but I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> I don't know. Guess it wasn't important. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not, man. Um. Yeah. I, just real quick on Nicolas Cage. I think this is. A, I'm reaching for this analogy, but whatever. It's six beers in analogy. Um. He is like a self-aware James Franco. Like he 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 realized how Hollywood he went. Yeah. And now he's coming back on it. Where where James Franco, like he he fell into that Hollywood stereotype in every fucking disgusting sense of the word. Fuck mm -hmm. him. And has never realized it. He the joke has not, he has not gotten the joke. And that's why he's so fucked up. I can see that. So yeah, that when works. Nick Cage, Nick Cage was Hollywood, man. You would read the stories about him going to a restaurant and demand to be seated when it's full and all that shit. Mm -hmm. But he, I think he always knew. He just thought it was almost, it was like a role to play. Like I I'm a Hollywood that. star. So let me do the fucking, I want to seat now Hollywood star thing, you know? And then he'd go home and he'd probably go, what the fuck did I just do? And I, think I, I don't know. Some, That's just my vibe. Who? What do I know? But you know. No, I think you're on the right track. There's. I, I feel like he's had some growth, man. And yeah, when you watch this movie, you get the sense of that. Like he argues with himself, and <laughs> okay. so he he plays Nicolas Cage, and he plays Nicolas Cage, the the movie star, the Hollywood right. Cage, right. and he's got like the straightened hair. He's oh, like, you're a fucking star, and <laughs> yeah. you know, like. Right. It's, it's Where did nuts. you watch it? What is it on? I watched it in the on the back of a headrest on an airplane so oh okay so on a, yeah I, I i'll see where it's streaming yeah and, it was, I'll, and i'll watch it so yeah I, I, i'll add that to the list because that's a movie that i will watch erica won't want to watch that movie so there's a, there's a scene in that movie he stumbles upon this room of nicholas cage memorabilia <laughs> and there's like this wax figure of him with the two gold uh pistols yeah he's, he's looking at it and he's like it's grotesque 
<laughs> and he's like, how much did you pay for this? And the guy goes, $5,000. And, and he looks at it some more and he's like, I'll give you 20. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of shit. That's oh, that, that's yeah. what I watched. I've been watching uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, oh dude. dude. Yeah. So far, so good. I'm, I, yeah, I'm pretty thrilled with it so far. You know, I don't want to say, like, you know, it's funny because I'm jaded now because of Game of Thrones, the beginning of Game of Thrones anyway. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, and then all of a sudden it became shitty. No, 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 it did. And I'm with you on that. Totally. The last season, I, I, I will never watch that. You know, like I've rewatched Sopranos. I've rewatched Band of Brothers. I've rewatched The Wire three times. Yeah. I'll never rewatch Game of Thrones yep. because I know what will come in the last season. I won't fucking do it. But House of Dragons is good. I'm digging that movie, man. Yeah. Movie. So, um, and Matt Smith um, is uh, doing a great job as Damon. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a good meme today. <laughs> he goes, breaking news. Matt Smith was... Uh, Brought to a hospital with severe back pain for carrying the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, and that's not quite true. It's really not because um, Renaris, like she's the actor. The actor plays that. I don't know her name. Oh yeah, she's really good in it. Um, you know, yeah, even Patty Considine. They're all great. Yeah. No, no. So, you know, that's just a typical meme. But yeah, Matt Smith, uh, he steals the show. Whenever, he really does. Whenever he's in it. You know, and he looks so weird with the blonde hair. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we all know my proclivity to want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I mean, that's waned. It's definitely yeah. waned since Doctor Who, and I, I, I dig him so much as an actor. But you know, and speaking of Matt Smith, I don't know if I ever talked about this, but I watched Edgar Wright's latest, Last Night in Soho. Mm. All right, it's a horror movie. It's a fucking straight up scare the shit out of you horror movie but in an edgar wright way like it's got the edgar wright flair in it hold on when did this come out and matt smith is in it it came out this year or last year it's his latest movie it's okay. called last night in soho anya taylor smith is that her name from uh from the queen's gambit Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch that. That sounds right. Anya Taylor something. I forget. Something. Yeah. It's something else. Jones because it's Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, and the girl from uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, she's okay. grown up, so she's the lead in this. So just without spoiling anything, what it is is she. It's modern day. Um, she was brought up by her mother. Dad's out of the picture but brought up in a very 60s way. She's completely immersed in the 60s British mod and, and pop rock music, like their version of the Motown and, and, and all that stuff. And she gets her first apartment on her own because she's in college. And the apartment is haunted in the sense that she is transported when she sleeps to Anya Taylor-Joy. That's her name. To Anya Taylor-Joy's character in the 60s. Okay, because she lived there in the 60s. So she becomes her in her dreams. And it's what goes on in that, um, you know, in the 60s and how she tries to help the, the Anya Taylor-Joy's character escape the, the badness. And Matt Smith is in that part of it. And um, Diana Rigg, it's her last role. So she was... Uh, she was in Game of Thrones. Yep. She was, you know, tell Cersei it was me. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with her. I mean, she she was in uh, the she was in the Avengers, uh, not the movie, but the old TV show yep. with Patrick McAlerney. I forget his name. But anyway, they were spies. They were proper British spies. Um, so I grew up with her and this was her last role. So she's in it. Um, and again, the, the other people I mentioned, but it's so if you love horror, You'll love it straight up anyway, but if you love Edgar Wright's style, you're gonna you're gonna orgasm on this movie. Oh damn! Because it is him, but in a in a in a controlled way, because the baby driver Edgar Wright doesn't work in this movie. He knew that, yeah. Mm. So he did his baby driver magic, but didn't overdo it. And the soundtrack again, the sixty soundtrack. Bunches of songs that you don't, you probably never heard, but are amazing 60s like dance, pop music. And some other songs that me, I didn't even know. Like I've heard remade versions of these songs. In fact, some of them in Baby Driver, but these are the originals, which are even fucking better. 
because they're in that Motown style. Um, so I would highly recommend that. Last Night in Soho. It's on HBO Max. Okay, I'll check it out. So, um, and Joe, I know you. I know you're not a big horror fan. It's not like jump scare horror. See, it's, it's I, I'm different. It's weird. I like different types of things. It's just, I don't like the yeah. traditional classic horror. Well, that's what I mean. It's yeah. not jump scare horror. It's thought horror. It's like you you got to yeah, think of what's going on. It's legitimately get your emotions like yeah, all twisted that. and uncomfortable. And then, you know, make you jump, not jump, but make you go, holy shit. You know? Yeah. See, I'm good with that. Um, and um, it's just so well done. Like you know? one of the, like, see, that's weird. Cause uh, I don't really get scared in horror movies is the problem. Oh yeah. I get it. But like the movies that actually scare me, like I watched this one once and I don't know why it got me so bad. Cause it's not that bad of a movie, but it really fucking got to me was that lovely bones because like, that's a creepy. I could see that movie. being fucking real. Or I guess right? it may be Rizzo. Like that scares me because I'm like, what if my kid's yeah. just out one day and then disappears and I never no. fucking know what happened? That's a creepy, creepy movie. That's the kind of shit really that scares me because it's based in more reality. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, the paranormal so yeah. and the crazy, like psychotic, yep. like that doesn't scare me as much. <laughs> I think no. you'll like it. And all I'll say, I'm not ruining anything, but but there's a scene in a dance club because in the 60s, it takes place in an old dance hall. But like, you know, we're... The girls were there to dance. They were there to satisfy the guys, the, the corporate All gentlemen right. who went in in 60s fashion. Mad Men there's part a two. Dance, <laughs> there's a dance scene in that that is so signature Edgar Wright. Like, it blows your friggin' mind. That's all I'll say. Because yeah. you'll the, watch Who's this it. guy your mind you're talking about? What's that? Who's this guy your mind that you're talking about? What am I saying? You said what it blows your mind. I mean, I'm assuming that's some guy. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Whenever anybody says blows something, I always assume they're talking. No, about no, no. I get it. And you're right. But I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, the dance scene, you'll, you'll want to look it up after you watch it and you go, holy shit, this guy's a genius. All right. So anyway. We, um, we, we threw a bunch of stuff out there that you should watch. What you shouldn't watch is that uh, Jamie Foxx vampire movie that's on Netflix. Oh, it's good. Oh, no, no, don't watch it. Oh, real... don't watch it. Okay, you were joking. All right, sorry. Once Snoop Dogg comes in the scene. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a wrap. All right, yeah. Yeah, no, no good. Okay, well, th thank you for the heads up. Yeah. I got to admit, it wasn't very high on my list, but <laughs> at least now I know to bump I know it off. You, no, no, I know you were chopping at the bit. To yes, I couldn't Jamie wait. Fox what was it called? Day Shift? Yeah. Day Shift, yeah. That's what it is. Um, yeah, the, I, uh, I think I'll pass on that. So, All right, cool. The, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's got the Franco brother in it. That's not the the good Franco brother. The Dave. good one. Yeah, Dave. not yeah. the the non garbage human Franco. The one brother. I'm actually jealous of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I. Yes. Yeah, you know why? Oh, I know that son we know of a why, bitch. And we respect that why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I respect him for it, but that son of a bitch. We respect that why. Yep. God damn. They'll be. You know what? Those two. I'm hoping they'll be like Freddie Prince and Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> Like 30 fucking years later, ma still married because they actually love each other. It's not a Hollywood bullshit thing. I hope they're hanging out you know? in the villages with some loofahs. There you go. Did you hear that uh, Sarah Michelle Geller called Howard Stern out? Because when they were, weren't even married, they were on his show. And he said, this thing's not going to last five years. I'll bet you a million dollars. And awesome. they said, all right, we'll take the bet. 30 years later, she goes, Howard, I think you owe us some money. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. So I think we stretched an hour, boys. Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. We're, we're actually over an hour right now, but we have people to thank before we get out of here. Yeah, we do. We do oh, some very, shit. very cool humans. Um, these well, are people that support us uh, financially. <laughs> um, they are our Patreon members, our patrons. Uh, you can find us and them. Uh, well, not them directly, but uh, patreon.com backslash MOTCU. Um, they contribute to the show every month. Um and for as little as a dollar a month, folks, a dollar, it's all yeah. it costs, man. Less than a cup of coffee. All right. You can help us do this. And then we really appreciate it. So uh, you'll get your name read on this list. That's uh, taped to my computer. <laughs> all right. So we'll start off with founding member, Hannah Christ. And we've got Peter Bianco, uh, Brian Gower from the tone jerks and the second button podcast. We've got our friend and co-host, Will Lehu uh, from the Just Surprising podcast that he does with us. Next, Mr. Tony DeGraw from the Single Path podcast, the Texas State Boggle Champs podcast, and the Texas Size 10 
four podcasts, both of which he does with Joe. Hold on, I got to stop you for a second here. Yeah? I don't see Will on here anymore. Motherfucker. I just pulled it up to check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have eight Patreons, and Will is not one of them. All right, will I rescind the kind words? (laughs) Yep. Fuck you! Will. And he can lick my ass after. Oh, I'm gonna I've ask him what the fuck. I'm gonna ask him what's going on. Right? I I will not accept that. Maybe he just <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. So, all right. So we we touched on Tony Tony DeGraw, cool dude. We've got uh, a fellow Tennessean to he who shall not be named. Now, until we get to the bottom of it, Mr. Michael McVeigh. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Eric's friend Adam El Syed. Yeah. Uh, thank you, sir. Nice. Our our newest, one of our newest Patreon members, and we really appreciate it, sir. Uh, we've got uh, Mr. Michael Van Zant. Um, he is a he's a thirty seven effects customer, and I love him for that. Uh, very cool dude. And last, and definitely not least, we love saying it. We thank him. He's been a co host on this. Did we release that one yet? Endgame. Yes, yes. It actually came out uh, yesterday or the day before and yesterday. I- I am very embarrassed. I don't know that. <laughs> Actually, but Will, anyway, Will did not cancel us. He got declined. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yes. right. Hey, Will, update your bank information, you bitch. Um, so last but definitely not least, uh, he's a great person. Mr. Hugh G. Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Yeah. Absolutely. And as always, remember. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. <laughs> I love that. And we're not shy. You are a cheapskate if you can't afford a buck a month. Yeah, listen to this show. Give us a friggin' buck. But you know who's not a cheapskate? Oh, the show sponsor, not. Mo DeWitt. Mo, Mo, Mo. If you have legal questions, Mo, just call Mo. Mo. Uh, Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. If you want to bullshit with your buddies for an hour, do not call Mo. No, because you're not a buddy. You're a yeah, no. Mo don't know you like that, man. You don't know Mo. No. No, I've never met Mo, but I love Mo. And uh, I won't Mo do it. I will say, and I know we've mentioned this before, always has cool stuff to give away on his website. Oh, yeah. Um, the most recent edition, of course, is a beautifully made. Uh, straw hat, perfect for the beach nice. or mowing the lawn. See what I did there? Mowing the lawn. <laughs> nice. But uh, check out his website and see what he's got there for uh, his merchandise. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's so easy. It's great. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, no, seriously, injured on the go, just call Mo. Thank you, Mo. Yep. And that's it for us, man. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have any any ratings to do. We don't have any fucking shit to wrap no, up. This was refreshing. Yeah, I gotta say that on air. This was refreshing. This was fun. Yeah, I, I love doing it all. Please don't get me wrong. I love doing everything we do, but this was really fun. I almost yeah. don't want to do our next episode and just have another <laughs> shit talk episode. I was I was thinking about that. <laughs> we, we, you know what? I was waiting till I I was waiting till we're done. You know what? Gonna we're gonna do that because we need to plan out the show for the next couple months. So let's on the next episode we're gonna get to have the, the MOTCU planning session with us. Well, we gotta be ki- all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it. We're gonna talk about some movies upcoming, some shit we want to do, all the good stuff. Okay, yeah. cool. But we won't follow through on any of it. That's, nope. that's yeah, the no, real beauty. None of yeah. it, or we'll cancel the last minute, all sorts yeah. of shit. Yeah, all kinds of We stuff. love you anyway. Yeah, so anyways, so that guys, said, lights. Camera. Fuck off. <laughs>